Hey, welcome to the Fixing Broken Buildings podcast, where we talk about finding the how to fix your buildings now. I'm your host, Dimitri Livas, and today I want to talk to you about concrete cancer. Yes, so concrete cancer. What is it? Well, concrete cancer is a serious problem with the potential to affect the structural integrity of a building if it's left undiagnosed and untreated, right? You see, this kind of problem is a sort of problem that can result in buildings literally falling apart, and it poses a serious risk to residents as well as the community, right? So it's not something to be taken lightly at all, that's for sure. Now, when concrete buildings are built, the steel mesh or the rods and the rio that's used to reinforce the concrete during construction, you know, now if this steel reinforcement gets exposed to water and air and then sort of acid forms, like in forms of acid and stuff, right, it's gonna cause corrosion to the steel. Now the concrete's porous, so the, you know, this porous concrete then absorbs the acids and the water and the elements and the steel begins to swell while it's rusting. And all this leads to cracks in the surrounding concrete. Now this is what's known as spalling. You see, spalling poses a serious risk to the structural integrity of the building because that rust can swell to five times the size of the original steel. Now as these cracks spread and they widen, you know, it exposes that steel reinforcement more to the elements and it accelerates the process. So if this aggressive cycle isn't broken and remediation isn't sought out as soon as you can and as soon as the signs of the spalling are noticed, then the owners can end up with a repair bill that ends up in the millions or possibly even demolition of the entire property. Now, again, it's not something to be taken lightly, but if you live in a high-rise building, especially in an older style building, then it's a good idea to get familiar with the signs of concrete cancer and you know, the facts of you know, what it involves so that you're not you know, like caught out if this happens in your building. Now, what causes concrete cancer, right? Concrete cancer is caused by pretty much anything that's gonna expose that steel reinforcement that we talked about before, that's gonna expose that to the elements. So some of the common causes are things like other building defects, right? If there's inadequate or say ineffective waterproofing, uh, if there's substandard concrete that's used during construction, which is gonna allow more cracking or uh, you know, elements to get in, uh, lack of adequate concrete covering the steel, uh, some of the long-term effects that you get from weathering of buildings, so serious wear and tear. Buildings that are located nearer to the shore and the oceans, they're at higher risk because they've got longer exposure to the salty air, right? Uh, things like unstable soil in the grounds or movement beneath the buildings and the foundation, which can lead to more cracks. And, you know, you might be starting to wonder, say, what type of buildings are the ones that are most at risk as well? Well, you know, older buildings that are constructed more than 10 years ago are probably more, most at risk, more than newer buildings, or new buildings that are constructed well, that is. And this is, you know, due to both the potential use of, say, poor concrete, despite it being among the best available at the time, uh, and, you know, maybe the building's been exposed to the elements uh, or shifting or movement or, you know, lack of proper maintenance for a lot longer. But the structure of the building can also play a part in it too. You see, buildings with flat concrete roofs are gonna be sort of more inclined to experience leaks because the water takes longer to drain from the rooftop compared to say, a pitched roof or an angled roof, for example, right? Um, 
you know, it's particularly risky if the waterproofing also isn't up to scratch on these roofs, which sadly, in a lot of cases, it's not, or it's not maintained. So what can happen as a result of this concrete cancer, right? You see, like most of like the major defects that we discussed, the repair bill for these buildings affected by concrete cancer can like really quickly increase if the problem's not detected and treated early. This is one of those ones that's got to be caught earlier on. So if the problem's left to just fester to the point where the structural integrity of the building's compromised, then this can cause huge problems, right? Starting with things like chunks of concrete just coming loose and falling off the exterior. And you know, sometimes even off the interior of the building. But sometimes it's heaps worse than this, right? With whole sections of buildings just giving way or the building itself being deemed beyond repair. And then, you know, you have this situation where you have to demolish the entire building. You see, concrete cancer can also lead to other expensive and dangerous defects in the building. Things where, you know, nobody in their right mind wants to actually see. So you can't ignore these signs. You see, in strata buildings, the thing is, these owners' corporations can end up getting hit with huge repair bills while the value of their property just goes down, down, down. If the owner's corporation fails to act, residents and the broader community end up being at risk of harm and the building literally starts to fall apart. And there's this potential for liability on, you know, on the behalf of the owner's corporation if they didn't act when they became aware of the problem in the first place. You see what I'm saying? So what are some of the examples of concrete cancer in Australia, right? You see, this is a problem that's experienced almost everywhere. But in 2015, some news platforms reported that a concrete cancer crisis in Sydney and on the Gold Coast was on the rise. You see, the Courier-Mail reported an epidemic of concrete cancer in older buildings. And it was going on to say that this problem is going to bankrupt a lot of these high-rise unit owners, especially if it's not dealt with properly and in a timely manner, right? So this breaking article also highlighted sinister claims of body corporates that were attempting to hide the problem in their own buildings because they were so worried about the cost of the repairs and the drops in their property values that they put that above the safety of the building. Now, the problem really comes into the spotlight when buyers bought units in buildings that had extensive concrete cancer problems without being made aware of these issues prior to the sale. So they'd then be hit with these huge repair costs in their strata levies, right? And a lot of the times, this was the first that they'd heard of the issue. Now, can you imagine this happening, right? Around the same time, contractors were being advised by the body corporates to stop work if what at first seemed like, say, uh, you know, like a minimal concrete cancer or a minimal repair turned out to be a much, much, much bigger problem under the surface. So some contractors even reported they were told to simply paint over the damage, like just to paint over the concrete cancer. And sadly, this is something that we see in the construction industry just all too often. And for every legitimate contractor that refuses to comply with such a dodgy directive, you can bet there's plenty more that, you know, don't battle idle at it and they just do it. You see, in this one extreme case in Main Beach, an entire awning fell 10 stories from the affected building. That's 10 stories down due to the untreated concrete cancer, right? Other buildings on the Gold Coast had, you know, huge slabs of concrete 
falling from, from the facades. And two years earlier, a 20-story surface paradise high-rise was completely demolished after concrete cancer had ruined the structure's integrity and the building was found to be completely beyond repair. Now, the Iluka building was built in 1972. This is on the Gold Coast. and It was just one of dozens of buildings that were built in that same decade. And, you know, since then they've been diagnosed as being riddled with concrete cancer throughout the building. Now, contractors reported that the problems escalated in recent years, especially in the instance of older buildings, right? Because many of these cases are going undetected or unresolved for too long, right? And, and they're just not being sorted out. But concrete cancer can't simply be avoided. You see, just ignoring the problem makes it much, much worse because the, the steel just continues to expand and corrode uh, to like five times its size and the concrete itself just ends up cracking under the pressure. So you can imagine what it looks like in these high rises that are 30 or 40 or even 50 stories. Like that's terrifying to be in something like that, not even knowing that it's happening, right? So not only is the problem gonna get worse, but the concrete cancer is actually considered a building defect. And so the owner's corporation of that affected strata property are obliged not only to notify all the owners, but their insurers as well. And you know, the failure to do that can mean that the insurer has cause to reduce liability. So how do we identify concrete cancer, right? Because it's in the best interests of all strata properties to take a preventative approach to things such as concrete cancer. You know, take a preventative approach as much as possible to something like that because good building and maintenance management is gonna ensure that this is gonna happen, right? But you need that good building and maintenance management. And this isn't always possible. So it's good to know the signs, right? That way, if there's any suspicion, a structural engineer can be called in and they can properly diagnose the problem. So some signs, right, include things such as cracking and crumbling of the concrete, uh, things such as concrete which appears to be expanding, rust stains coming through the concrete, things such as rust stains and rust stains and you know bubbling in the concrete or the render, things such as water leaks in the ceilings or the walls or the floors, right? All of this could be signs that something needs to be looked at. Just now, you know, once it's identified, how do we remedy concrete cancer? Because if you notice any of these signs, don't hesitate. It's just not worth it, right? Early diagnosis is gonna prevent the spread of the problem and it's gonna save you time, it's gonna save you inconvenience, and it's gonna save you a whole heap of money and heartache and headache and possibly injuries in the long run. So you call a qualified builder, engineer, remediation expert who can carry out a thorough and detailed diagnosis. Right, this remediation expert can determine the right course of remediation based on those results. And once that cause of the concrete cancer is determined, then your remediation expert and engineer can recommend the appropriate solutions. You know, some solutions include things like replacement. You see, if the problem's not too far gone, it's possible to remove the damaged concrete, it's possible to remove the damaged steel, and then it's possible to clean and replace the corroded steel and the areas with the right materials and the right strength and the right engineering and structural engineering to do it right. It's still necessary in this case, in all cases really, to properly cure and waterproof and protect the area once it's done. Another way is to do a polymer modified repaired system, right? And this is where the concrete's removed from around the steel. The reinforcement and the steel's thoroughly cleaned 
it's primed and it's coated in a polymer modified material. Now, the steel can be further reinforced on top of that or replaced if the corrosion's bad enough. But the concrete itself's also got to be treated with some anti-carbonation protection before that new concrete's applied. You see, this approach is an approach that's most commonly sort of used when concrete carbonation's found to be the cause, right? Another way is electrochemical treatment. And you know, this is recommended when the affected building is located near the ocean, right? And chloride contaminations occurred in this case. Now, this is an interesting approach and it's gonna involve uh, cathodic protection. So this is where the cleaned and treated steels then protected from any further corrosion by generating electrical energy from a chemical reaction. You see, this is a like really specialist stuff which is often used to treat uh, underwater steel uh, but it's a very effective method when it's done correctly. Now, some of the methods of prevention, right, because prevention is better than cure, right, is adequate waterproofing. And that's an absolute must in the prevention of concrete cancer. It's like, without it, you're really just asking for trouble, right? High quality waterproofing membranes and reputable contractors should be used to actually apply it. You see, especially in buildings that are at high risk of potentially getting concrete cancer in high risk areas, you don't wanna let water leaks fester. You just, you gotta get onto these straight away and if water is getting into the building, there's a chance that it might be traveling through, right? Or in the concrete, which should never ever be ignored because then that's getting to that steel. You see, same goes for cracks. You gotta fix these immediately and make sure that the job's done properly. As soon as you spot a crack, deal with it. And at the very least, quick repairing of cracks means that water won't reach the steel reinforcement, right? So concrete maintenance along with overall building maintenance is one of the most important things that you can do in preventing major defects like concrete cancer to your strata building. And don't just think of maintenance as a reactive process. Maintenance is a preventative process. You see, proper building maintenance is both reactive and proactive. Regular inspection and sealing of concrete is going to go a long way in preventing concrete cancer. This is Dimitri Livis with another Fixing Broken Buildings podcast, always reminding you that creating healthy buildings is easy with the right teams. Take care. Mm -hmm.